Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to Extra Points Podcast, coming to you live from the El Camp facilities. Cousin Sal here, spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this mess, and I'm here with my good, good pals, as always, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. I want to congratulate first myself. I did it, Jack. My goodness. Martin, 10 what in a, a row. What a run. 10 in a row now on Thursday Night Football, the pregame show. I give a pick. I do a comedy-ish uh, bit. And uh, Rams scared me a little bit. Scared me when they went down 7 nothing. I'm like, oh, this could be, this just could fall apart. And everyone's hands started falling apart as well. We saw uh, Stafford had a finger injury. I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's coming back. And then a badly sprained Finger, it was like the lady finger ball. Um, badly trained <laughs> finger. Of, uh, Russell Wilson may break his start streak, right? His consecutive start streak. I don't know how this doesn't happen 10 times a game. He followed through and he hit a helmet and then his finger was all gnarled. So same thing is same thing is when you see a guy hurt his knee or roll an ankle. How don't they constantly land on each other in yeah. awkward fashion and crack an ankle or Well that yeah, basketball for sure when right. they're going up by the hoop. Why doesn't that happen a dozen times? Why doesn't this ha- I mean you seem like you're an arms distance away from a helmet every time you throw Really, it's it's a funny uh, two two things that really have emerged over the last week or two here. Fingers with between Eli Stafford, Russell Ooh. Wilson, and Urban Meyer. Oh, fingers wow. and uh, mm-hmm. doing things they shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. um, is one big story. And then from uh, the banks of the Three Rivers, the groin issues. A lot of lot of lot of groins. Also, also sort of related to Urban Meyer. But anyway, okay. I was wondering um, when, how long it would take to get you back to the Steelers here. But that, come on, you know, it's like over I'm, so I'm pretty sure that's a podcast. That's a podcast record right there. <laughs> Is it really to get that? Yeah, I mean, you were barely through congratulating yourself. We haven't talked anything about the actual happenings of the Thursday night game, and Sheck is already back at the. Here's what's not happening. Here's what's not happening: the Seahawks going to the playoffs, and now it's an easy excuse to say Russell Wilson is out. But they were the fourth best team in that division with Russell Wilson. Now they're doomed. I, by the way, I you think know who, every West game is going to be like it was last night. Do you really? I, I wasn't Geno Smith in the Rams. Well, I don't know. Geno Smith showed some life. He was throwing. I, I get it. Now there's tape on him. Whereas a few weeks ago there was just like VCR tape on him. I mean, really, it wasn't taking first snaps for five years, right? That was the first time, and it didn't count as a first snap practices. But you're not wait. He could be. You're okay. not. You're not decreeing here and now. If mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is out for let's say six weeks. Mm-hmm. You still think the Seahawks have a shot at the playoffs? Uh, that's a bold, no, that's a pretty I, I, bold prediction. A, a, a yeah. shot at not being in fourth place. I think. Uh, I don't know. We we that confident in Trey Lance? All of a sudden, I, we could I know. That. Although I like, I know this. Yeah. When I saw Geno Smith running back onto the field Thursday night, I felt like two and a half. I might as well just go to the bank and deposit it <laughs> right. because there was no way that the Rams were going to cover that spread. And I did have the concern, like things like when uh, Matt Gay missed that extra point. Mm-hmm. And it's like that now it should be a three point game. It's a two point game. That was what I was sitting with in my chest. Like, this is how I'm going to lose this missed extra point in the second quarter. Mm. Then I saw Geno Smith come on the field. and I thought all, all my cares were washed away. All my all my fears were gone. Felt great. You felt great about it. And then he came down in two spectacular drives. <laughs> By the way, the, the big the turning point, although it didn't really turn the game because the Rams were winning, but they were up 16 seven and that double kick that Michael Dixon double kick. He punts the ball. Uh, I'm sorry, it gets blocked, right? He picks it back yeah. up. Kind of looks like he may be able to run for a first down, which I thought was his only hope there, right? But then he has, I guess, the wherewithal to kick it again, and uh, it counts as flags all over the place. I happen to be in a uh, a bar watching the game, and somehow I'm in an L.A. bar, and there are uh, a bunch of Seahawks fans there, and they're like, oh, they're going crazy. I'm like, these idiots. This, this is coming back. You Cousin can't. Sal, you were in the uh, the world-famous <laughs> Troubadour. So many That's great right. bands uh, have passed I through the there. Troubadour. Yes. And uh, what is that? That's uh, not Melrose. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Right down yeah. the street from Tannis, the glorious Dan Tannis, where we've had so many fine meals over the years. A couple feet away, yeah. I watched with the Doors, actually, last night. Did no, but really? The, no, Neat. But no, but the double kick... Now who's that, name dropping? That kept them in the game. <laughs> I said Michael Dixon. Uh, it was 16-7. <laughs> if, that, if that block, if they go up 23-7, there's no drama in the last 35 minutes of the game. But is this now the dumbest rule in sports? Because, first of all, 
Mike Pereira didn't know it. Uh, I imagine 20 out of the 22 players on the field didn't know it. I think half the refs didn't know the rule. Why can you kick the ball twice? You can't pass the ball twice if it's deflected back to you. Can't pass it forward. Why can you kick it twice? I had it, no idea on the radio. I was yeah. transitioning from Little League practice back to home, so I had to go back and watch it to mm-hmm. see what it looked like, and it was no clear after seeing it with my own two eyes. The guys on the radio had no idea what was going on either. What a bizarre rule. Uh, I, I was watching it. I can't – and it, it sounded like Pereira said they changed – like they decided in 2020 that you could kick the ball twice, but it, it incurs a 15-yard penalty. And I just turned to the heavens and said, this is a problem with the NFL as gambling gets more and more yeah. prolific, like everywhere. That Half the rules don't make any sense and are applied arbitrarily. And plus, Michael Dixon was across the line of scrimmage when he kicked that's the ball. That's the thing. So that's a thing. So you <laughs> – the rule is that you can't kick it a second time if you're across the line of scrimmage. It looked like McVay was dying to throw that challenge flag. I think he would have won. I think he was across the line of scrimmage, but it just looked weird. I don't think he should be able to kick the ball twice anyway. It's just there's a weird thing that uh, that you know goes back to maybe the DH in baseball. We just sort of if you're born into it, it's like yeah, one league has the DH and the other one doesn't. Like what in the hell? It's the same right. sport. I, that, <laughs> They, you, you just like are the frog boiling in water slowly or something, and you just sort of like, yeah, I guess that's the way it is. What in the hell with the stuff that is reviewable versus not? What are we doing already? I mean, it's just like, yeah, well, hey, that that PI, that uh, that punt, the double day, like, what are we? We must uh, 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 assert to Martin's point here. People have wagers out there and everything else. These things cannot swing on on this. Yeah, uh, arbitrary want, sort of like, well, yeah. not review. Well, yeah, no, no, you're not allowed to look. What? Says who? Let's change that. Yeah, it, it, don't you want your fans, whether they're betting on the game or not, to to figure out what they're watching, right? Like, why should everything be up in the air like this? Like, oh, I don't know how they're going to call this. So that was a weird kick. Another weird kick, although it play, paid off, McVay goes for the field goal up six. I thought that was going to be a quick kick. I'm like, oh, they're lining up for a field goal. I'm like, he's just going to quick kick it here. Give Geno Smith has to have 24 seconds to drive the field. Wow, what if that's blocked? I mean, he had already missed, like you said, an extra point, um, Martin. It was just weird to me. I feel like every coach is off a little bit. It's now a month into the season. I think I've seen every coach do something – Make make a game changing call potentially, uh, even the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. Like you know, attempting that sixty eight yard field goal was stupid before the half. Am I wrong or does it? No, seem like and wrong? you got the the Rams had the ball with at the end of the first half had the ball with like two minutes and forty seconds left, and and are just have no interest in 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 not giving the ball back to Russell Wilson. I don't like the clock management this year. Mike McCarthy's a guy that we all pick on, yeah. but it's really been. Like I'm sitting here watching it live. Like, what is he doing? Everyone's Why are bad. they running a play? I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And you think Sean McVay? That's the type of guy that we look at as you know the wonder kid. He's supposed to have it all figured out. Third and five, they take a delay a game or a false start. It becomes third and ten. Then they run the ball up the middle. It's like, uh, did you forget that you were penalized five yards? Because I don't even know if that's the right call on third and five. Right. Play design for Sean McVay does not equal great game management. Yeah. And he showed that uh, on Thursday night that Martin hits exactly right. What in the hell? In the what did he do there at the end of the first half? That was yeah. screwy. He got away with that. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you completely. The field goal made no sense because you're going to give Gino a short field there. Yeah. You know, that's the one shot that he probably I, mean, I guess he also put together a 98 yard drive. But um I guess that's seconds, a, no timeouts. I mean, I'll, I'll take my chances, even if you punt it into the end zone. Right? Isn't it an indictment of the defense? Is it a, see, you put me in this spot defense. If Very you're not going to step up, if you're going to allow Geno to make a drive like that, then I have no choice but then to take uh, take risks like trying to yeah. kick that field goal to salt the game away instead of leaning on you. I don't I, I don't know. Is that what he says in the locker room after? You got to be better defense or else mm. I'm not going to keep, the, uh, you know. Yeah, that was strange. You know, um, Seattle, not so aggressive. Pete Carroll, I'll tell you what, whether he's in fourth place or not, you have to be aggressive, I think, in this division especially. And I think I saw something where they've had 11 fourth and threes or fourth and fours or less, and they've punted um, on 10 of them. Now, I don't know what part of the field many of those are on, but right. it seems like uh, Carroll is really just uh, keeping a lot in his pocket there. Very strange. But anyway, I've won 10 in a row. Muzzle tough. Yeah, Thank that's you. some run. Tampa Bay at Philly next week. I can only pick the winner. By the way, the cumulative odds of my picks, the money line of the 10 games, not that anyone would ever do this, 
114 to 1 odds over the 10 games. It was 66 to 1, 66 going into yesterday. And then the minus 140 add that, it gets it to 114 to 1. So it's Tampa Bay at Philly. It's going to be tough for me to take the Eagles. I don't know what I'd have to see this week. But uh, great day. Let me say this to you, too, just to squeeze it in where the Rams are concerned. Plus 6,500, Sal and Martin, and everyone within the sound of my voice. Rams Chargers. Is that what it is? Yep. FanDuel.com slash extra points. Get it. Plus 6,500. Is there, I mean, is there a better play out there right now? What's a more likely Super Bowl than that? Brady, I guess. I say I'm never going to bet against Brady, but... That seems no. I like the Rams side. Pretty of it. good. I like the Rams side of it. I still I know go. You still Bills. like the Chiefs? I no, listen to you on against Bills. all odds, and I don't know what the hell. But all right. No, no. I'm, I'd go Bills. Rams Bills is my Super Bowl oh, because okay. I think the Chiefs get upended in the playoffs. Uh, look, the thing with the Chiefs is, sure, Arrowhead's a great place to play, but even if they get in as a wild card, you, you're going to hate them any more than you do have in the last couple of years. Well, I mean, I, I think that the matchup is, uh, again, if we're talking about uh, who's better game manager for what it's worth, Staley, the early returns are he's as keen as anybody, and Sean McDermott's made some, some I guess that's the one guy blunders along the way. He's not so. screwed up, although I think I think he's gotten very lucky with some of his aggressive. I'm about to say, I was about to say, that fourth and four and then fourth and nine, yeah. again, working out for right. Staley is part of the reason why we're sitting here like, the same way we call the Arizona Cardinals undefeated because Greg Joseph is a 37-yard field goal. Exactly. They're still undefeated, but, you know, it. Yeah. We got uh, four baseball games on tap. This is fun. I believe there's four tomorrow. Now, Mikey Meatballs moved to the West Coast. He's like, what? There's, bed, there's ball at like 1030 in the morning, 11 o'clock? I guess. Um, if you're listening to us right now, there's a game on. There just is. Uh, Red Sox Rays. Let's recap. Uh, the, the Red Sox fans drive me crazy, as they always do. I, I mean, this is why I had no idea who to root for in the Red Sox-Yankees, because the fans are just, which, which despicable fan base do you want to be happy for um, Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning? And the Red Sox fans, our friends, Hench and Simmons, like, oh, we don't care. We beat the Yankees. Everything else is gravy. And the, the Red Sox certainly played like everything else was gravy yesterday. 5 nothing loss. Randy uh, Arizarena. Adds to the playoff legend, a straight steal of home and a home run. The only player to do that. And a very underrated player. 2020 player. I like this Tampa team. I bet him today to win the World Series. Ooh, I like that. Uh, that's a fun bet. Why don't – it's awesome. It's a great spectacle, the stealing of home. My question is, why don't we see more of it? Mm. Doesn't it seem like when you watch it, it's there are a hard. lot of guys with wheels. I know it's not a, a breeze to do. I uh, I might struggle to do it myself. But the guys with uh, the world-class <laughs> speed, there are a lot of them out there now. You think we would uh, give it a shot a little bit more? You got it. First of all, obviously, you have to have a, a, a big lead, but not big enough lead that you draw attention to the pitcher. And that's exactly what was going on. The pitcher wasn't paying any right. attention. Right. It's got to be a lefty, right? Right. And the lefty helps, too. So the, the tag has to be a sweep. And uh, but it's it's very exciting. I showed my uh, seven right. year old this morning. He's like, let's watch it again. Let's. He's like, it's so he's like, rare. Daddy. Like, Daddy, you think I could do that? I was like, no, of course you can't do no, that. No, encourage it. I think, <laughs> uh, but but it it does. That's the other thing. It ranks up there as the most exciting individual plays in sports. Yeah, right? you just see it so rare. I think it is. It really is. Uh, the other series we have: Dodgers Giants today. Dodgers minus one fifty two plus one thirty. On the comeback, that's for the series. I'm sorry, Sheck. I'm sorry the Dodgers advanced. I know it ruins baseball when a wild card that's won 66% of their games that gets to play again more in October. But uh, are you okay with it? You're going to be all right with the Dodgers getting in there? I'll tell you this. I'm taking the Giants to win that series. Right. Uh, but um, – no, I'm not all right with it, but it's fun. It's uh, it, it it perpetuates the rivalry on the West Coast. That's good stuff. I'm always for rivalry, so that so that wins out. And I'm trying to take, you know, a thirty thousand foot a foot view of it. Uh, my pal Adam Crowley uh, pointed out that um, he's like, don't worry so much about the merit of it. Is it more interesting? I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. All right, fine. I'll, the Dodgers in the mix. They're the defending world <laughs> what champs. What are you talking about? <laughs> because that's not the way it works. Seven wins now. <laughs> why are you, why you're so uh, geography biased here? This is crazy, Martin. Checks. What point. do you mean geography bias? Because they happen to the, be the in the They're in the wrong division. Same. I'm sorry. That's the way it works. I'm sorry. This is where you were born? Like, it doesn't seem to make sense. I don't know. So Sheck's thing is, whether you're in the SEC or you're in the NL West, there should be one winner, and forget the wild card, no matter how powerful they are, no matter how they good, how good they are compared to every other team, 
they're out. They're on the outside looking in. I'm saying baseball's better for a 117-win team uh, advancing. Martin, come on, set them straight. This is crazy. I'm not, I know, I, I, I think I hate agreeing with Sheck in this place. I really do because it feels wow. weird. It feels kind of dirty and I don't really like it too much, but I got to go with my guy. I got to agree. I have to say like all the regular season games matter. Like if you, if, if you want to win the division, win that game in, you know, June, that, that getaway game, like win that game. And, and you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like all I the regular season saying. games matter so much more when sense. you have this 163 situation. You Martin, wow. that what Martin hits at is exactly why I say it. And where it's easiest to see is because you only get one game a week in college football, but he's hitting on the, the point that I make. It is the journey, not the destination, the destination being the playoffs. And of course, more people watch and that's what all the networks are looking for. And by the way, along the way, if more teams are in contention, there are more eyeballs on it and that's why we have these things it's not oh demerit though um and i, I think it's the, very the chapters do, do, do the you, chapters i mean in college football if you're at the sec and you lose even if you're the second best team in the entire nation you lose along the way i mean all right you're in the, sorry you're so in the I wrong mean, conference do, do we that's, want the best teams sorry you're in the wrong conference do we want the best teams i think that's the that's the bottom line do you want the best teams in the playoffs well, if the answer at the is end, yes, the Dodgers have to be there, not because they were in, in this tiny state of California where they have to put a bunch of teams and put two divisions out there in the AL and NL. I don't know, Sheck. I, what, what is it like at your house? Do you tell your wife, like, hey, um, only one of us can sleep in the master bedroom. I make more money. <laughs> I don't even know that this is true. But do you kick her out? Sorry, I know we're both great parents and we both serve a purpose. But no, you, she does that to me. She for does other that reasons. To yes, she's like, to, it's enough. You know, we got it already. Go yeah. sleep in the pantry. It can right. only be one of us. It's like no, but we're great together. Like no, sorry. Just it's me. those kind of decisions that uh, that that give uh, Squid Game. It's uh, it's heat. But I'm not, I don't want no no spoiler alerts. I know you're just one. I know I'm only there, one. So. In. I'm only one. In. That, that's another thing with the wife. Like, just stay up. I can get through four. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? I, um, but by the way, we put odds on Squid Game. Should we play our own Squid Game in the office? I love it. Yes, we should. We should just do the squid, really? with the actual Squid Game. I'm gonna have to rewatch that that beginning. Well, whatever. I guess it becomes more apparent. Uh, what yeah, the, the rules of the Squid Game. I've seen the whole thing, yeah. but I was laughing because I did put off. And until I was able to watch it was, you know, we made a deal. We're going to watch it together. And it was kind of the same deal. Like, yeah. just stay up. Right. We got one more. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll go with you on the Giants today. Not that they because they're playing a team that doesn't belong to be there, uh, doesn't uh, belong there. But Giants plus 130. They've won all three games that Webb pitched against the Dodgers this season. But baseball all day. Spaghetti, j just jump in real quick. How, how asinine is this that the Dodgers... I think Dodgers are going to win the World Series. So to me, right. like them being in is a good thing because they are the best team. Because they're far. a good team, you think they're going to win the World Series because they're one of the best teams. They are. They are the best team. I thought for large stretches of this mm -hmm. past uh, regular baseball season. Really? Because they were one game, couple games behind that one team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's it. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. That's how standings work. That's what that's what that's the, what the point of the standings are. <laughs> right. You don't get to come up short in the standings and then like, oh well, but we all know. Just put them in anyway. You do. You do get to come up short because someone figured out that some of these wild card teams are better, and it's better for each individual sport that the best teams are in there. So it was for TV rating, Sal. It wasn't for any. It wasn't for any <laughs> other reason than because baseball was dying, and they thought, you uh, know what, we got to save this sport somehow. Let's engage. Well, a, Isn't a that bigger, a big enough reason to put the best teams in like it's going to save the sport not necessarily the best teams more teams that that you have on occasion things like right. the second best team in baseball happens to be in the same division as the best team that then brings your point right. out but most of the time the wild cards are not as good as the other teams and that's why I will lean back on merit and say most let's, of the as time. few, as few teams as possible should be allowed into any playoffs. I know TV ratings and otherwise make it so that that can't be the the reality, but it doesn't mean that that most we're now of the closer time, to I think you're right, justice here. I, I think it's just easier to reseed than to discount the what the Dodgers have done this year. All right, maybe Keisha what about this though? That Spaghetti's that. point. The big takeaway is. The hell do the Giants deserve to have play the Dodgers for? Of They're course, the yeah. That's what stinks. Yeah, reseed at this point. Yeah, the, okay, start with that. 
But Okay, well God then God let's sakes. go back to my other great idea, which is that if you're the number one seed, you get to choose who you play. That's fine, too. And That's awesome. And it worked out in the Boston-Yankee uh, scenario. Let's turn our attention to the fighting in the ring. This Saturday, Fury and Wilder, yes, they complete their epic trilogy. FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers exclusive 30-1 to odds on either fighter to win. That's right. Now's the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot because you can win $150 on a $5 bet. Oh, boy, he came on. Now, check. Here's what happens. The fighters come on. They lie to us. They say they're mm -hmm. going to win. They lose. They're going to knock him out. It goes to decision. Tyson Fury says between four and six rounds. So here's what I'm going to do. I could go Tyson Fury to win between four and six rounds, and that would pay, I think, close to four to one. Or I could, what would be funny is if Wilder beat him, in four to six rounds. So I think I'm just taking that it will end in four to six rounds at plus 275. It's a little rude to your guest. I know, but they've been rude to me. Like they have no problem lying to me, it seems. But mm. anyway. yeah, they, they, of all the sports, now that you point that out, yeah. they're, they have the least sort of uh, self doubt. Very Is that confident. fair? Very, they, very all, confident. They 100% are certain they're going to win. Exactly. Based on uh, based on their claim. I had now I can't remember his name, but I had him on he had won the uh, hot dog eating contest, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And he Chestnut. was going up, he was going up what's that? Joey Chestnut? No, so no, he was going up against Chestnut. Right. He had won the year before. And I was like, "All right, do you feel good about this year?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't think so. Chestnut's a beast." <laughs> I was like, Oh, really? And sure enough, he, didn't, he lost by like 20 uh, hot dogs. But anyway, that's... Why doesn't somebody try that for What's real? That? Beyond the eating competition uh, mm -hmm. realm. It would be great. Like, what do you think this week? Like, you know, instead of the no one outside this locker room believes in us mm -hmm. and, you know, we, we, you know, all that. It would be great. Let's just see how the other team reacts to like, I don't know. They'll probably beat us. I don't know. I, I, I would expect, yeah. I'd be surprised if we won this game. Right. Yeah, you're good. I think if you're a coach, you're in trouble if you say that. Although, who knows? doesn't seem like you're in trouble for anything if you're a coach. But, yeah, you're like, oh, why? Yeah, coaches I? always have to do the, like, hey, now that's a good football team over there. Have to do that. Hey, they got some talent over in that locker room. You right, know, you right, got to right. do that. But it'd be better to be like, I mean, we should probably lose by a couple of touchdowns. Mm -hmm. You know, something like yeah. that. If I were a betting man, I'd go against us. I should have said to Tyson, where's the humility? First of all, he had his shirt off. You can see it. Uh, <laughs> we'll put it on the, the Twitter account. There ain't much to look at, but, I mean. <laughs> uh, FanDuel, easy to use, great promotions for new and existing customers. Quick, easy payouts with FanDuel in your corner. You'll always get exclusive odds boosts, great promotions, and so much more. That's why they are America's number one sports book. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code extra points to get in on the action. That's promo code Extra points. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, New Jersey, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. You have thoughts on this, Martin? This fight on, yeah, I think that Tyson Fury having um doing an interview with no shirt on mm. that's a try hard move. I don't like it, hmm. like, I don't like it. Like, don't see I, me doing it. I'm just saying, I appreciate you having a little class and decor up Thank in this you. thing, but uh, no, I, I, this fight feels weird to me. I, everybody's leaning Fury, everybody's talking about how good Tyson Fury is. He just had COVID, that's why they pushed back to the third, to, mm. they thought they pushed it back, and a guy like Wilder. He He's not really a boxer. I mean, I've seen Brandon Marshall on TV talk about everybody seems like they can beat him. But once he hits you with that one hit, sure, it's over with. So I'm probably I will. I'm leaning on betting on Deontay Wilder just because I don't know. I feel yeah. like everybody's betting on Tyson Fury. That is true. Like when they zag you zag. I have uh, over one and a half knockdowns is plus 120. So if someone's not put out, yeah, that's in the whole fight. One could go down, the other could go down. I like that. Uh, like I said, either fighter in the rounds four to six. And I have a, my big parlay, Ohio State money line, Alabama money line, and this Fury Wilder fight does not go the distance, minus 180. I know mm. it's a little, little hefty, a mm. little hefty there, but I think uh, I like that. I think it's a winner. That is a good one. By the way, um, unpaid uh, promotion here, but – the if you haven't seen the Ali documentary, oh yeah, fix great. that. It's dynamite. <laughs> fix that. <laughs> almost as good as the uh, almost as good as the Metropolitans uh, Thank documentary. You. People people stopping me on the street. Do really? you know Cousin Sal? Wow, 
That you documentary no, right? was fantastic. It really did capture. I have to say, no, go, let's go back three weeks and praise you some more. But yeah. that documentary really captures. You don't have to be a Mets fan. It captures what it is to be a fan for a long time of a team. It's I mean, really, it that's what follows that uh, soap opera. I didn't pretend that everybody watching would love the Mets. But, yeah, I, I just hope that. Uh, oh, I hated those that. Mets. I hated them. Lots of reasons, too. Lots of reasons, too. It was fun. Um yeah, so that's the Fury, Fury Wild. I, I'm not even going to be seeing the fight. I'm going to see the Doobie Brothers in concert. So I'll probably have it on pay-per-view on my phone. Uh, watch <laughs> the while, Doobie Brothers? While they're taking what the it to hell? the streets. What do you mean? Please tell me your cousin Jonathan <laughs> is going with you. I think he, he does, might be. Yeah. He does the best Michael, Michael McDonald, McDonald impression yeah, yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, that's good. He does a really good job. Do you ever see the Michael McDonald parody on uh, SNL? It's pretty good. Yes, I remember. I, I know what you're he talking about. Oh yeah, when he goes away yeah. and he only has to come back in yeah, yeah, every yeah. 45 seconds. Yeah, check that out. All right, I will not be watching the Doobie Brothers on Sunday. That I can't do because there's too many good games. Shaq, we've talked about your Steelers all week and all month. I don't know why I'm infatuated with this because I don't think they'll make the playoffs at this point. That's plus 520 though, Shaq. If you're interested on Fanduel.com/slash/extra-points, but their over/under is six and a half. They won't go seven and ten. They're not going 7-10, and 10, and now it's a toss-up game against Denver, who Teddy Two Gloves, never see his fingers gnarled because he's got those two gloves hmm. on. Um, feeling confident? I mean, you have to his, feel his confident. Po- his problem is the lower extremities, That's as you right. may recall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, listen, you're, the way things are tracking, obviously, I'd be a moron to try to make too sunny a case for the Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers here, but let me do it anyway here. I'm with you on the seven wins. That is a, I think that is a good safe play for you. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the playoff race, listen, keep in mind the NFC East of 2020. Um, Baker Mayfield now with uh, whatever a labrum is, he's got a problem with his left one. Um, Wait a minute. How is this the NFC East of 2020? You're going to have two teams with double-digit wins probably. I'm just talking proximity from where the Steelers are. Of course, it begins with Uh, winning at home against the Denver Broncos, a good team that people have diminished a little bit too much, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because of the, the, you know, the the teams that they've defeated or 0-9 or whatever they are at this point. Um, They still are a talented defense. Teddy B doesn't turn the ball over for what that matters. So that favors the Broncos versus going with Drew Locke against a turnover. a team that is, you know, really trying desperately to turn you over um, in the Steelers defense there. But if they win that, I really do think that you will see the Steelers a game back of two of their AFC North foes. I think that the Bengals, Browns, and Ravens, two of those three will lose, and then the sky ain't falling in Pittsburgh. All right. That that is a sunny outlook. You got to do it that way. I'm about to say, that's a super sunny outlook. It is? I mean... Well, I mean, that's you, crazy. I'm just, that's like, crazy. That's insane to no, float that. No, it's just the it's idea that you know. Odds, though, on a par, if you made a parlay with those uh, that scenario, I think you get you're getting about ten. Really? Hmm. I think so. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, Martin. Well, I'm just saying the banks of the three rivers are going to be just happy and satisfied with the seven and ten. You're making it sound like seven and ten is, no, is sunshine and rainbows about. and candy canes and lollipops like seven and ten. I feel like the sky is falling in Pittsburgh. That would be Mike Tomlin's first losing record of his, if his Pittsburgh head coach a career. No. I'm talking about. How am I? I'm talking, how am I? Sal We're said he's not. Th- about, about this you are. I just said seven is going to happen. I'm talking about. Sal asserted that they're not going to the playoffs. I am saying that there is a path to it, especially mm. with Geno Smith on his way to town. It would look. Uh, <laughs> by the way, how about that Sunday night game? If the Broncos win that, you have one in four Pittsburgh hosting Geno Smith Seahawks. Mm. Why they did not? And by the way, we did get to the bottom of it. They could have flexed that game out, NBC. They early. chose not to. Is that right? It's yeah, not too they early. Could have. No, wow. they could have flexed out of it. And for some I reason, I thought they, they had all of the early ones like considered because of the whole we don't know where Aaron Rodgers is and we have the Packers all over prime time. No, we for, want to get Denver in there. They could have, and they chose. Wow. It was. It was. I think as of Thursday, they they announced. Now we'll just stick with that. I think they I, were betting on the Seahawks beating the Rams on Thursday. Well, night the football. other thing is they only get so many, right? So. Uh, it's basically like timeouts. Like, do you want to save them for later in the year when there really could be crap teams out there? Can I tell you that, by the way, we glossed out or we didn't mention it at all. To me, kind of the big, uh, you know, uh, that division is great, the NFC West and everything else. But more news that shouldn't stun anybody, that Russell Wilson now, yet Mm. another report is going to one out of Seattle after this season. 
More credence to what I keep saying, Sal. QB saturation. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You just talked about what a shit game it's going to be. Big Ben against Geno Smith. I don't mean that everybody night. just has QBs laying around to start if the starter can't well, go. I mean that there are 32. is. It overflows. Everything, everything's taken care of. Well, I mean, listen, you're bound by contracts and such. But, I'm, but the point is Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson. These are yeah. names that may be out on the market next spring. You know, it's, it's not the end of the world if your QB ain't playing well right now. Because guess what? Five minutes later, you can get a different one. And by the way... Aaron Rodgers going anywhere other than Denver, Vegas. I think that's where he winds up. But Russell Wilson to the Giants, although they may now want to keep We uh, heard Danny that. Dimes. That could have happened years ago, though, right? But what about Russell Wilson to the Browns? What about Russell Wilson to the Pittsburgh Steelers? These are in play, I think. Sure. In spring of 20. It's a fascinating. It's just something we didn't grow up around, Sal. No, I'll give you that much. But It's I don't, fun, I don't the, the, the notion. Team. Look, the New England Patriots had a great quarterback for 20 years. Everyone else seems to be struggling in that department. It, it, it does flip on a coin. Like, what, what happens year to year? Um, is a coin flip. But Bills, Chiefs, speaking of coin flips, no, this is a three-point favorite. The Chiefs in Arrowhead, man, a lot of people see this as an easy pick. The Chiefs minus three, 56 and a half is the over-under. And I even liked it. I know you're a Chargers guy, Shaq. You have them in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You said against the Rams. I don't even mind the Chiefs at minus 110 to win that division still. I just don't think they kickstart the team in the gear this week. I think the Bills win. Uh... Best record against the spread last two seasons, Bills 14 and 6. You look at the defenses, Chiefs 31st, 31st, uh, 31st in opponent points per game, 31st in opponents, I can't say opponents, total yards yeah. per game, last in opponents' yards. Who's 32nd? I want to know who's 32nd in these. Meanwhile, Buffalo, number one in Seattle. that department. Is it Seattle? I'm pretty, I'm almost positive when they, when the, Graphics showed sure up on yesterday. Thursday night last night. It was they were 32nd Jeez. and something defensively. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I saw what Jalen Hurts did last week to the Chiefs. I don't think it's much better this week. Buffalo and Axe to grind, right? 0 2 in the last uh, two again, big, big games that they lost. You going Chiefs or Bills? I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. I, I, if you're going to beat up teams, if you're going to look at you know, strength of teams that they've beaten or lost to with, with the Broncos or otherwise, then you have to apply that to the Bills too. What offenses have those Bills gone up against starting with Pittsburgh in week one and uh, and the direct they've played? Um, I they've know, lined up I don't against. care who you are. You shut out two teams in the NFL. It's pretty damn good. It just is. You're not letting up at all. Okay, yeah, the the, the Dolphins um, one was was more impressive than beating the, the JV mm-hmm. Texans. But... Um, I'm going to go with the, what I really like from this game, to your point, Sal, is I like the the total. Go over with this one. Hmm. I, I It's hard to divide. And plus, they're calling for rain in Arrowhead. You like I, over with the rain, huh? Yeah. I just – I don't I, – what I can't get a read on is, is – uh, that defense is crummy for KC. That's what I've been talking about really for six bad. months. Sure. It's, a, it's, it, it's garbage. And, um, you know, the Bills – can get after the QB now too. That's what they devoted their offseason to was addressing that. They fixed that up real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see the Bills win. I could see Zach Moss and uh, Devin Singletary uh, beating up on that. I, Sounds like you like the Bills. In Arrowhead though, in <laughs> Arrowhead though, in a game that, you know, I know it's only week five. It's what I keep saying, but we will look back when everybody's doing that around the holidays and you look online and you're talking with your relatives about like, so wait, the Browns need to lose and then they need to win and then they'll get to the third seed and all that. We will look back at the results of week five as the key to mm. that. This is the swing week. The wow. four best teams in the AFC are playing one another. How that, how those two games shake out in Los Angeles between the Chargers and Browns and this one um, will define the right. seeding come playoff time. Martin, by the way, in weeks five through 10, flexing can, may be used in no more than two weeks. So they, that's why they passed on it early. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the other... Be? I'll look at the other games. Steelers and Chargers, maybe? I don't know what they're worried about. Martin, who do you like in this game? I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs as well at three. Um, like, what'd you say? The Bills were 16 and five against the spread in their last, what is that, 21? And Kansas City hasn't covered the spread except for Philadelphia last yeah, last four, week and forever. And right. Yep. Mahomes is, as a three point favorite, I'm, I believe this is the, the least amount of points he's been favored at home since he's been a starter. Mm-hmm. 
Kansas City, we all had like a couple, you know, first three weeks of the season. And so what's wrong with the Chiefs? I think they come and, and like, I think they're ready to, to tell everybody, hey, we're still the class of the AFC here, even though they don't, the defense obviously has been you know, pretty suspect. But Buffalo knocked out the starting quarterback. Kudos to them in, in Miami. But that was one shutout. The other shutout, they have Davis Mills, a third round pick who nobody expected to play this year, that in, in, in a monsoon. Mm-hmm. And they had four turnovers on the, I mean, three, at least two turnovers on, on their own side, the 50 yard line. I feel like this Buffalo offense is, 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 don't get me wrong. Josh Allen has improved tremendously since when he got into the league. He had, and then he threw weeks, what, four and five or through week four looked like the guy he was in week in, in 2020. But I don't know. It just feels, it just feels like a game that if I were to bet on the Bills, like with 10 minutes left in the first Four, quarter two, after watching yeah. Mahomes do something ridiculous, I'm like, why did I ever pick this? You right. know, so that's that's where I'm at All right. with the Chiefs minus three. Let me say one thing to you, too, Sal. Mm. You're uh, our mutual pal, Jeff Schwartz. Yes. Um, I will be with him today, Fox Bet Live, um, 1 30. I know it maybe bring this up to him to get him talking about this. He is, you know, all in on the chiefs and, uh, and has been for, they brought his brother to the back room. They basically cut one of his fingers off, right? Is that what they actually (laughs) did? They caught him and now try to play. Yeah, exactly. And now he's got to leave. He still loves this team and he had to pay for tickets to see them play. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. As high as he is on Mahomes, and that's, he and I disagree. I, I, I'm obviously that's, this is a generational offense. The problem is a lot of other teams have caught up to it it's the it's the Odell one-handed catch oh you can do stuff like that oh the the Chargers have learned yes we can be an offensive powerhouse too um I feel like that Schwartz has been was first in on this they don't have beyond Mahomes is obsessed rightly with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey Mm -hmm. there's no one else to throw the ball to good thing those are two world-class guys he has to target but there is not a lot out there and it's starting to there it's diminishing returns a little maybe Josh Gordon this week I know McCole Hardman never really, really blossomed. Josh Gordon, they need him. That's not like mm-hmm. a luxury add. To, yeah. to, I mean, they they kind of need that if they're going to keep pace. They set the pace three years ago, but the rest of the AFC has caught up a little bit yeah. in terms of the ability to weird. score with them. It is weird that why shouldn't McCole Hardman be at least as good as um, like Michael Gallup, right? You like, kind of got to, yeah, it really calls into question how good you are when yeah. you're being singled up and ignored right. by other teams and you still can't uh, consistently contribute. Well, but yeah, this, this, I, listen, this, this it, and by the way, I say diminishing returns because watch Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He's, he's trying to find those two guys alone yeah. now. He's ignored. I mean, again, let's see what Josh Gordon does. Maybe he'll have an insane right. Disney. I don't know if it's Disney friendly story for Josh Gordon, but maybe he'll have a, a nice third or what is this? His seventh act or whatever. Oh, easily. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Josh Gordon got more chances in the Fast and the Furious franchise. It just keeps coming up. It just keeps coming up. Tweeted, but I just, like, well, after uh, after um, Sammy Watkins left, and they, they could never keep him healthy, but that was supposed to be the guy kind of opposite Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek can take the safeties mm-hmm. way deep and then have everybody work underneath and have Kelsey work underneath. But to your point, I think you're right, right? Like he's obviously obviously super dependent on those guys. But then like when I watched that, what is that? I can't remember the game now, but Travis Kelsey took like a, a 10 yard pass and then just took a 75 yards mm. with all the blockers right before the half. I think it was, I think it might've been last week. And th- that type of stuff happens. Like Tyreek Hill gets behind the defense and it's, oh, he's got four catches. Oh, it's a, four catches for a, a buck 25 right. and two touchdowns. Right. All right, cool. Yeah. You got to score. You still got to score in the thirties to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's your, that's good. But, I, yeah. but my point is, there are teams that can do that now. I'm looking at this uh, now. I'm obsessed with this because if this is true, babyface Joel Salmon in weeks five through ten, they could flex two games. But then they must lose the opportunity later in the year. That that has to be the case because all right, so they're not flexing this one. Bills, Chiefs, Seahawks, Steelers should be flexed. Week six, week seven, Colts at 49ers. Even if you get rid of that one, that's two. You're keeping week eight, Cowboys, Vikings. You're keeping week, week nine, Titans, Rams. And you're keeping week 10, Chiefs, Raiders. There's, Al, there's... I'm just going to tell you, we uh, these are two proud franchises, <laughs> Al. These are two, I mean, this is unfamiliar territory. But I'm just going to tell you, these are, this is a disappointing result. Are you sure they can't flex that? It's too late? I'm, uh, just yesterday, just Thursday, 
wow. of this week, they NBC announced we are not going to flex out of this game. Oh man, I don't know why. Well, teams have, <laughs> they better, people have gone back on their word before. Cowboys, Giants, my team, seven point favorite. Oh, this is an interesting one. I like the boys. I, I like them because I wouldn't like them as much if the Giants didn't go into New Orleans and win that game. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could sneak up on them. But how much can Jason Garrett sneak up on anyone, really, at this point? Again, uh, a, a team that's favored by seven, the Cowboys. Uh, last eight against the Giants, seven and one, six and two against the spread. Average margin of victory is 12. That's mostly relevant check right i know you don't like when harry goes and takes takes green bay cincinnati uh oh i love i I loved uh on the latest uh (laughs) aao harry tapping into the pete axelm academy of irrelevant uh, gambling Mm. tips (laughs) harry said the reason that the packers and bengals will go over is because the last three matchups between those two teams has gone over. Right. The, the last three matchups were 2017, 2013, <laughs> and 2009 when Joe Burrow was 13 years old. By the way. Who I, the hell cares what, what happened the last three times they played when they didn't play each other I, I think we a have couple to weeks ago. break out that video. You should please, please comment on that. I think because I think we have to break out that video and the, and the analysis. What there. the hell kind of point is that to make? I'm, by the way, fascinating game too because how are the how are the Packers going to stop the Bengals I know that the people are having a hard uh, time to committing to the Bengals because of the logo and otherwise right, I know. but Jamiro that's what we, we pivot out. off of right but practically what 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 are the Packers going to do to stop that I, I don't know I'm still going to take the Packers be, but that's a tough call it just could one. end up being like well uh, first of all there's always a couple games that are screwy that certainly could be one of them but um I, I I'm just going I, I think I'm throwing out that first game I think the Packers are a top-notch team uh they're right there with the Rams in the NFC I'm throwing I out agree. that Saints game I think that was it, like their last preseason game shouldn't play it like that they should have looked and seen that but that just was because the good. Steelers struggled, but the Steelers struggle against everyone. So mm. you've got to throw that out. That defense is not right, and they don't have Alexander out there against the, the those pass catchers. I don't think Mixon's playing, though, right? I don't think, and I don't Mixon think is banged up, too. Yeah, You're, uh, yeah exactly. Um, but with your Cowboys, a touchdown feels heavy, and the Garrett point is is a good one, and he's kind of a punchline at this point. But if we're getting in the wayback machine, mm. doesn't Jason Garrett typically own Mike McCarthy over the course of their – uh, you know, in the overlap of their two coaching I careers, guess so I don't doesn't know. he? I, feel, I mean, doesn't oh, Garrett man. get over on McCarthy? I'm you want to talk up. about irrelevant gambling stats? Yeah. I'm just telling. I'm, I'm throwing. <laughs> right. he, he does. Martin, you know what's relevant? Cowboys is a big favorite with Dak at quarterback, six points or more, sixteen and two, 13, 13 four and one against the spread. That's a, that is impressive. Yeah, I would if you had told me that I would have guessed that against the spread number would have been opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I for, I watch the team intently every week. I don't know how those numbers are correct, but they are. I, I I would lean. I'm taking the Giants here. Honestly, I think that this is a. Honestly? I know I just. I know I, I know it may be hard to believe, <laughs> but I'm taking the Giants. I'm not lying about it. I call <laughs> Scouts honor. Okay, but uh, after watching the Giants beat my Saints last week. In uh, in overtime, mm-hmm. I just feel like you have a situation here, kind of like kind of like uh, Buccaneers and and, uh, and Patriots. You got the homecoming situation. You got a, a a spread that's a little that feels too big for me to even like to really like. You know, it's like right. six, seven. That's a lot of points. I think the Cowboys will win this game, but I think it's going to be close. Spaghetti. There have been Giants teams that I'd rather see. When when uh, Barkley's hobbled, he seems to be back. When Danny Dimes doesn't have his mojo, he seems to be on target. But I just think um, they're not going to keep up scoring-wise. Kind of like the same reason you might take the Chiefs over the Bills. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys, and I think 7-10 to 10 is a good range for them. It's crazy to say this, but the two best players in the Giants right now are Daniel Jones and Andrew mm. Thomas. Uh, if you said this October 8, 2020, you would say you're out of your mind. Andrew Thomas now is going to be a game-time decision because he has a foot injury. Mm. And without Daniel Jones, the other Giants' best player, without his 
uh, left tackle who's been one of the best pass-blocking left tackles in all of football, which is shocking to everyone. That's going to be real tough. Also, the injury bugs creeping in. Obviously, the Blake Martinez injury is huge. And then having no uh, Sterling Shepard, who is his rock, and then having no Darius Slayton. So, I mean, in a, in a sense, maybe the emergence of Kadarius Tony, who looks absolutely incredible when he had the balls in his hands. But like you said, Sal, I think the, the Cowboys offense is too potent. I think Micah Parsons is a freak of nature who's going to – whoever's playing left tackle is going to give him fits. That's the thing, too, and, right? Uh, I mean, Saquon's – looks like he's better, but the offensive line is still not getting pushed in the running game, so uh, I'm shocked that Martin is picking them. I know it was an impressive win versus Saints in New Orleans, but I just think uh, right now Dallas is a powerful team. I mean, I can't believe we've turned uh, forced 10 turnovers. Like, that is not Cowboys that, football. That, and I'm not going to lie to you, Sal. Somewhere. That's part of the thing that I'm seeing. I see right. Trayvon Diggs making these plays, yeah. but also, it's like, how much more can it happen? How consistently can it happen? I just can't imagine that these guys going to be getting a pick six a week every single week. Well, it is. If it's going to happen, it'll be against a team that's down a tackle probably, right? But I, I know. I mean, betting on defensive touchdowns is one thing, but it does seem to to flow seasonally. Mm. When you are a team that is turning the other uh, the other teams over, it seems to go for a full season, mm. doesn't it? When you, when that's your sure. when that's your identity. Washington and, and Dan Quinn year. is yeah. that kind of a guy from his deep roots way back mm. to Seattle and everything. It kind of makes sense. And the and the they merely needed, like we talked about in the preseason, they merely needed to be middle class right. defensively. That offense is the best in football. Oh, it's the best in football, Sal. I'll you take have, it. I won't comment. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. It's the best in football. Mm-hmm. I think you need to embrace it. Does <laughs> that make nervous. you nervous? I'm not the, doing, o- yeah. the only thing to watch out for with all these things, as all the human element, is how many weeks in a row do you get up? Just as the Chargers have been through it um, with with some big games now, that's my concern with oh, them yeah. hosting the Browns. That's the, the my one my one issue for them is. Boy, these charts, they keep showing up for these huge games. At some point, don't they, as human beings, have to let down? I mean, for the- God's sakes, they should get up for the Giants. I, I, I would get why well, Tampa Bay might not get up for the Dolphins. Okay, well, that's like an that, interesting but, thought. Because yeah. yeah. all, all you ever hear about is, and I think it's wildly overstated mm-hmm. personally, but like, hey, worst thing to be in, in, in sports is the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Is it really that much worse than being the starting quarterback of any of the other 31 teams in the NFL? Of course, there's a lot of focus on you. It's overstated, but. Right. If you're going to fall prey to like all the praise and the slaps on the back, it would be this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven well, points is heavy. It might and be. Speak, speaking I'm of them anyway, say it to speaking Dak's of face, uh, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, yeah. this is the same. This is the game in which he broke his ankle, right? Last oh, year. come on. Come this on, is, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it Don't might be an that. emotional moment for Don't the guy. Hey, I picked the Giants last week to upset the Saints. That was my pup of the week, the extra points pup of the week. As far as I was concerned, I picked the Giants. Now, Sheck, you took the Steelers as an upset, but it comes with a caveat because on our picks pool, you took the Packers to win by more than seven and a half. So you had somehow the Packers winning by more than eight, uh, but the Steelers winning the game. I announced on Sunday morning because the picks lock to pull the curtain back. The picks lock on Thursday. Right. I, I I always say about all things, whether it is um, whether it is, uh, you know, what the Steelers final record is going to be in a season, what uh, what the Shecky Award is going to be. I wait until the last moment on the eve. What are you uh, talking about? Thursday to, night. Thursday pick- night's not enough time for me. I, I need more time. I need I need the morning of. Hold and on. When I do when I give it to you the morning of, I do well. Thursday night, you took the Packers minus seven and a half. Friday morning on this podcast, you took the Steelers to up. Uh, what happened overnight? Because I because I was jammed up with that. I had to go with something. <laughs> I, I got jammed. All right. I got forced into a corner and I didn't like it. And so I had to take somebody based on the measure, you know, where right. you can't just take any team I with just, a plus. I, next how to is your team, team supposed to get their shit together? If right. The fans don't even know. What I, they want. You know what? I deserve all this. Okay. I deserve all of this. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're on the same side here. We both, I think, like the 49ers plus 180. I'm not doing much other than just zigzagging this NFC West. We saw what happened with the Rams. They were on top of the world. They beat mm-hmm. Tampa. They had beaten Arizona eight straight, whatever it was. They were given a bunch of points and went from six to four and a half. Not only does Arizona come. They go out there and kick the crap out of the Rams. Now you got Arizona, the only undefeated team left out there. Oh, they're hearing how they're the best team in football right there. 49ers, you got a young quarterback coming in, Trey Lance probably starting. I'm taking the 49ers, plus 180. Plus the 49ers have two very weird games, more than anybody, I think, very weird games per year where they're either 
Like, they could win this game by 24 points, hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm taking the Niners. You like them as well. I do just because I, I, it, this is a absolutely moronic reason to go with the Niners, and yet I'm going to mm. apply it here. The Cardinals going undefeated? No. Do the Niners look at things and say, like, man, we're all of a sudden going to be two and three, and the division chase is over for us. We ain't catching the Cardinals if we're already one down to them here. Mm-hmm. It just lines up. You know, a wise man named Sal said this to me literally about 20 years ago, Ooh. and it always uh, has knocked around in my head when picking pro football games. Go against what you said the night before. Gen- oh, you son of a... <laughs> oh, no, I don't think I said that. <laughs> I was forced into it. And I was also talking about the car. Listen, you know what? That's rear okay. view mirror. I'm not about that. All I'm right. going to say this to you, is what you said to me. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, when two teams, unless one is decrepit, when one team really needs a game and the other one doesn't, mm. lean towards the team sure. that needs the game. The Niners need this game. The Cardinals don't. Doesn't it feel like they're playing with some house money here? I think a little bit, for sure. And more practically, Kyle Shanahan, do we trust him as a QB guru or not? This is the guy he wants. Right. If it's Trey Lance here, do we trust that he can come up with wrinkles that the Cardinals will be surprised by, and that'll be enough to get him over right. and win the game? I That's love him on like the money him. line this week. I like him minus 118 to make the playoffs, too. FanDuel.com slash extra points. All right, Martin, you've been a little cold on your uh, upsets in that I, I, don't, I don't think you've picked one. I've been ice cold on these uh, pup of the weeks, mm-hmm. and so I'm throwing a dart at the board on this. Mm-hmm. Let me predict it. Would you? Who do you think he's going to say, Sal? Uh, let me look through right here. He is going to say not going to so- say the Texans we'll after his crosswords for Davis uh, Mills. There, you're not going with our team, right? You're not going with our 49ers. So you are going no. with. He's going to. You know who he's going to go with? The Jag. The Jaguars. Oh, I, I'm going to say he's going to say the. He's going to go with the Chicago Bears, Bears in Vegas. You're right. No, no, I'm not going with the Bears. Don't take the what, Giants. Don't do it, Martin. I just said a second. I just said a second ago. I think the Cowboys are going to okay, win, but well, the Giants are going to cover. But that's what Dave does. He goes the other. All right, but who do you like? Go ahead. I, I'm not going to lie. My pup of the week this week, the team that they're playing. Says twice he's not going to lie now. Missing four offensive linemen, four offensive linemen starters. <laughs> they can't throw the ball. The New England Patriots are nine point favorites. The Houston Texans are going to beat the New England Patriots. Oh, Oh, my God. Wow, the Houston Texans Martin. are going to beat the New England Patriots How are they going to do that? Holy hell. I don't – because I've just looked at this game all week, and I, I've seen this nine. How in the hell can a Patriots score nine – like, cover a nine-point spread? And but that's as, not as we're I, doing here. We're doing – I understand that. Okay. But as I've looked at it more and more and more and more, all this – mountain of evidence just keeps coming on to the side of why the Patriots have no shot at covering this nine point Mm. spread. Now the rules of this competition is such that I can only pick an underdog of a certain caliber, right? right? I'm not going to be the third person to pick the 49ers on this panel. What type of, what type of variety is that? What type of juice is that? People don't come here for that. So (laughs) I would have to say, I (laughs) I would think that either the the Houston Texans, or the Dallas. I mean, I do think the Giants have a shot to win, right. but I think the Texans. I'll just say this. I'm not saying that he should quit like uh, Urban Meyer should, but if Belichick loses to Davis Mills after two losses, right? I mean, this is, oh boy, that that is sky is falling. Mac Jones loses to Davis Mills. Yeah, yeah that would be a bad look on, uh, yeah, on many right. fronts there. You could take the Lions, Martin. That's yep. what I thought you were going to go maybe. No, nah, man, you know? I'm not going to lie. Again, Again, for the third time. Wow. I don't know why. Honestly, I, I, he's I, not going to lie. Well, and he also gave us earlier. He also gave us another one. I like when logic starts with like, why Why are you making that pick? I just think. <laughs> I, wait, explain that. You get any pushback. Well, that's well, that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, I just think. <laughs> oh, well, if you think it, then. Uh, well, then but after watching, after watching Jared Goff, I've bet on the Lions twice yeah. this year. And it was... And each time, the ball on the way to Jared Goff just doesn't get there. Whether it hits him in the stomach, whether it's a fumbled snap, whether he just, you know, raises his arm up and just drops it. They we're in that game. I know. It was annoying. It was, it was annoying. I think the Lions have a shot to cover, but right. I can't in good conscience put my money on it after watching that the last two times I bet on that. Team. So Shaq and I are going 49ers. It's in uh, his conscience. He can't, he can't do that to I'm his conscience, which is conscience. good. But he's going with the Texans. That's a ballsy pick. That'll be the best of uh, any of our um, pups of the week, for sure. If it is. I want to hit one more thing on FanDuel. They have weekly specials. If you go to their weekly specials, you uh, it says red zone special. 
All kinds of odds, from even odds to um, like the 10 to 1. Prescott, Carr, Herbert, 1,000 passing yards. That's combined, not just for one of them. Get you plus 195. I kind of like it. Hmm. I think one of them hits like 350. Uh, and then I guess the others would have to be hit 350 also. But no, uh, Carr, <laughs> Carr explodes here. I think he gets close to four. Um, Herbert will be the least of the three. And then I think Prescott goes nuts on the Giants defense. That's mine, plus 195. You have a you have a red zone special there, Shaq? I, I'm, I'm interested in your thought that, um, that Derek Carr explodes this week. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think the Bears are abject garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Justin Fields against that pass rush is probably not good. No, to answer your question, I guess I don't have a, a red zone one. I, right. I, I do want to hear from you, though. Browns at Chargers. I know your pick is there. I, I've been sir, I circled that one on Sunday night or whenever the, the number first came out that the char or no, I guess it would have been uh, Tuesday morning chargers were only giving a point And now uh, predictably it's uh, now up to um, two and a half. I don't know where the labrum is. Now we're saying there's a, a torn labrum or a scratched labrum or a, what's also a partially labrum. torn also, labrum Wills, that will not require surgery. Mm. Wills is down. Garrett's banged up. The, mm-hmm. the matchup, favors the Chargers, except for what I already said, that, you know, the Chargers keep having some big-time It's a fishy line a little bit. It's a fishy line. Um, Hmm. Both teams have come through when I thought they won't. Um, But I trust the Browns just a little more. You know they're going to, but we all know, but what we know is that the Browns are going to try to bang them uh, running the ball. They should be able to run on them, right? They should be okay running. But the Chargers know that, too. Brandon Staley knows I know, that what that's what they're going to try to do. I mean, if you, if you don't have the horses to Load up it. and say, beat us, Bake. Uh, I see. All right. Well, that is the one, um, you know, their pass defense has been excellent. They kept Dak under 250 yards. They kept Mahomes under maybe even 220. Um, Carr didn't break 200 last week. Uh, they've done well there, but I would take Derwin James. Yep. And you got Joey Bosa without Wills out there. That's yeah. This, the, these uh, practical points. I'll stay with the Browns, but I like so many mo- more games better than that. Uh, Martin, you have a uh, FanDuel weekly special? I do. I think Patrick Mahomes throws four passing touchdowns this week. Wow. And it's not it's not a red zone special, but it's a week five special sitting at plus 250. He's thrown three at least in every game so far through five last week against hmm. Philly. I see uh, four passing touchdowns today. I mean, on Sunday, rather, as the Chiefs try to establish the fact that Patrick Mahomes is significantly better. Do we discuss this on the shovel pass, shuffle pass, whatever you want to call it? If that should, oh, if one of those is count. definitely going to count as a, as a pass. I, mean, I guess they all count, but should it count? It's going to have. I we we said that Mahomes is going to have more underhand touchdown passes than Daniel Jones, like in his life. Yeah. I don't think that they should count as passing touchdowns, but however, I don't make the rules, oh. you know, and he can't fight City Hall, so that's I'm just going to go ahead well, and that's just. That's a good one. Four or more. Okay. What kind of odds you get on that? Plus 250. Plus 250. All right, real quick, let's do the college because we have to get out of here. Um, Penn State, Iowa. This is great. If you are into just Midwestern, bang, three hours uh, straight football, Penn State. I mean, it's two of the top three scoring defenses in the country going head-to-heads. The first regular season Big Ten game between top five opponents that didn't involve Ohio State since 97 and 2020, Iowa won by 20. Uh, Penn State won the last three years before that. I think Sean Clifford, I'm going with Penn State to make fewer mistakes because that's what it's going to come down to, right? This is going to be 10-10 in the fourth quarter probably. Probably should lean on the under. But Jahad Dotson um, leads the Big Ten in receptions, receiving touchdowns, 35-6. and six. I think that's the guy. That's the duo. I trust him just a little more than Spencer Petras, who has not been bad at all. I'm going uh, Penn State wins 22-20, something in there. Um, I'm with you on Penn State. I, I think it's really interesting that uh, if Oklahoma doesn't get over on Texas, we are getting into the same mess that we're always in, except that we're talking about not just two SEC teams, but two Big Ten teams, and then Cincinnati maybe being on the outside looking in. It starts, what, what will prevent that from happening is the uh, – uh, 
Big Ten teams cannibalizing each other, but I do think it starts with the Nittany Lions eating the Hawkeyes. That's a you know out in the wild that would not right, even be right, a, right. A, a good matchup. I just think there's a ceiling on how far Iowa can go perennially, whereas Penn State can put things together and have a few special breakthrough years. 2020, this is a whole. It feels like a big revenge year mm-hmm. for for James Franklin and company because it just got sideways with COVID and everything else. Um, they were talented last year. It didn't to come together injuries and otherwise. Mm-hmm. This th- they're making right this year. I think they go. Well, they that. started zero and five last year. Now they're five and zero this year to start. This is an insane um, thing. Most consecutive games allowing fewer than twenty five points. Penn State nine, Georgia nine, Cincinnati six, Iowa twenty seven. Twenty seven games where they, uh, Martin allowed fewer than twenty five points. That's yeah, I would, you know, I, I also would lean Penn State, but I'm not going to bet this game because I, I bet against Penn State in Wisconsin. I bet against, I mean, I bet on Penn State versus Wisconsin, bet on Penn State versus Auburn. So I feel like I have a pretty good eye on Penn State and who they're playing. But Iowa, I don't, this Iowa defense, as much as I just said, that I don't trust the Cowboys defense to keep forcing turnovers. Mm-hmm. They're in the the Iowa defense is 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 playing at with their hair on fire That's in a really level that crazy. I just... It's it's insane, and even with the reg- even with some regression, I feel like the Iowa defense is still. I mean, what did you say? Twenty seven straight games, they're intercepting seven point two percent of passes thrown. Wow! Right, and the, the and just so you know, since is this since two thousand seventeen college football season, two point seven percent of passes have been thrown. So they're intercepting seven point two passes against them, mm. and it doesn't happen very often, is what they're saying. Even though we see interceptions once a game, it's one to forty, right? One, forty right. attempts. You know, they're intercepting the ball and just forcing turnovers at a level that I would be concerned about, especially on a college game where you're you know, you're betting on 19-year-old, 20-year-old kids to, to make the right decision. 27 is insane for 25 points. I mean, we're approaching three years, three full years of football. Yeah, I recommend not betting this game. If you like this brand of football, you should. Anyway, just watch. It should be fun. Um Oh, what a uniform matchup. All of it's going to be grand. I I had to go back. I found it now. Okay. The red zone one is the, the red zone. Mm -hmm. um, Fun one is any three of Devante Adams, Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, and Chuba score two touchdowns. Any three of those names scores two touchdowns plus 5,500. I like that. I don't, I also, I also find that I I know it's heavy. I mean, so you got to, yeah, I like Najee Harris. The They're going to try Najee to ride Harris. him. Devontae Adams. Okay. I like him getting into the end zone a couple of times. I like right. the, the matchup for him, Antonio Gibson, and Chuba. And <laughs> in, a, in a bigger uh, in a bigger sense, that line spooks me a little yeah, bit I'm as I texted of that you one. about. Why are they only giving three points to the Eagles? I don't like that at all. It seems like um, that's the line. That seems like a week one line, right? Before seeing any either of those teams play. Uh, it's an outsized um, reaction to week one reaction from the Eagles, right? I mean, everybody just keeps pointing at that like, Eagles, my, oh, you know what, Jalen Hurts is uh, Fantasy numbers don't equal team don't success. And the McCaff- offensive McCaffrey's line is messed up. Too, right? McCaffrey's yeah. coming back. There's a good maybe, Panthers maybe. defense. He's, he's doubtful. Oh, he's yeah. doubtful? McCaffrey's doubtful. Oh, I don't know why, whatever. I'm reading. I'm getting bad information all over the place. All right. Check it out. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. That's where you get all your action there. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. There's four games up. There's the college pick'em. There's the pro pick'em. There's uh, there's all kinds of props. And then we have a baseball thing going for the weekend. It's going to be fun. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Lots of free-to-play games. Theextrapointsgang at gmail.com. Hit us up there if you have an email, any kind of questions. Theextrapointsgang at gmail.com. Lemon Pepper Parlay with Martin Weiss and TJ Hushmanzada. They go Woo. over the week five slate and check minus three with Kevin Hench. The happy, well, he was dressed like a, a nine-year-old boy. What in hell? By the way, as a side note, Sal uh, and his wife uh, throw an annual Halloween party or generally, you yeah. have. Um, that is exactly his uh, every year. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's what he wears every year is that ridiculous Red Sox <laughs> costume. But he wore it unironically. He's a very creative guy, and then he just shows up in the Red Sox costume. I, I, he didn't even do the bloody sock. I don't think with chilling. Like I think it was just no. I'm a Red Sox fan. I know that's I'm a curmudgeon along with him on Halloween. Like really, I, I, don't, I don't like the guy. Co- Mike August silly. shows up in pajamas every year because it's cheapest. I mean, you literally don't have to spend a, a dime. <laughs>
and he hitchhikes, which is even better. Jack, this is one of your worst takes. Halloween is a Halloween is a great holiday. I Uh-oh. believe me, I'm a I'm a man alone in my own home. Everybody in the house is wild for it. Oh, the yes. planning and the six weeks of preparation. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, it's let me ask you this though: Did you feel differently prior to you know? I, I know Damashek, world renowned uh, baby maker, but prior to the kids. <laughs> And the family, and the you know, and the wife, and the and the and, the, and all the girlfriends. When you were just out there by yourself, how did how, <laughs> all the girlfriends? I'm working. At, I'm, I'm, my rate of success is about one a decade. <laughs> but I'm just lot. saying those uh, those other years. How was Halloween for you when you were doing it as a single man? I never cared for it. I it was it was just never for okay. me. I always found it uh, unpleasant. I I my like I say, my vanity is like. If I dress up too much, then I feel like a jackass that I'm the one that I put on too much. Mm-hmm. And if I show up underdressed and I'm a heel, I don't. I, I just don't enjoy being put. You in know what? Spot. We could ask him, or we could ask all his girlfriends. I think we have them on um, every day leading up to Halloween and see what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Martin, safe travels back. Martin's doing the right thing. He's leaving at the crack of dawn, like five thirty in the morning, to return to LA so they can watch football. That's, so how, there's only, that's how great There's only 17 is. regular season weeks that's of right. the year. There's 52 weeks in a regular. I mean, we have only we don't get many of these opportunities. Mm-hmm. He's being he, honest right now. I know. He can, in good conscience, <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't miss it. Just a reminder to everyone out there may feel like underdogs. Please remember, you're all my favorites. 